Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live from Florida's capital city, this is Tallahassee's Morning Show with Preston Scott on 100.7 FM, WFLA, and iHeart Radio Station. Three, two, one, you're on the air. Here we go. Seven minutes past 7 a.m. Hour number two, the morning show with Preston Scott. Good morning. Great to be with you this morning. Over there is David Allen in Studio 1A. I'm Press, and it's uh, 66 degrees outside. Program 3,345. It is Tuesday, April the 26th. Great to be with you this morning. Next hour, U.S. Senator Marco Rubio will join me on the program. We'll talk to Joe Gomez from Washington, D.C. Of course, primary day, big day, yet again. Uh, the the conspiracy uh, between uh, John Kasich and uh, Ted Cruz and, and Donald Trump ramps up. I, David and I were just talking. I, it, it, is, it is so interesting and ironic for Donald Trump to call John Kasich unpresidential <laughs> for how he eats a pancake or whatever when... Everything seemingly that comes out of Mr. Trump's mouth is unpresidential. It is unbecoming of the office the way that he talks about people personally. It is just and 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 again, I, I will reiterate it for for those of you that have affectionately called yourselves Trumpsters. If I have to choose between he and Hillary or Bernie, it's an easy choice. But and and I've resigned myself to the fact that we are who we elect, and right now that's that's the front runner in the GOP, and he has two million more votes than Mitt Romney had. Uh, I get that, I absolutely get that. But you you cannot. I don't care if you're the most fervent fan of Donald Trump. You cannot look me in the eye and tell me that his conduct is becoming of a president, of any statesman. At any level. Don't give me this, well, have you seen who we've elected? I know who we've elected. I get it. But it's like listening to a fifth grader throw a tantrum every single time he talks. And this, while his campaign says, well, this is a, he's just playing a part. No, this is who he is. I didn't intend to go here, but but his commentary in the news and 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 what I'm listening to off air is such that it, it demands us to just take a second here. I'm going to tell you something, my dad, and I've shared this a couple times over the years. My dad told me one thing about being a broadcaster. My dad, in his field, was the best. That's what his peers said. He was named the, the best sportscaster in America twice by his peers. He was, he's in every Hall of Fame in his field. I think he's the only sportscaster ever to be named Sportscaster of the Year in three separate states in the same year. Pennsylvania, Florida, and, and Minnesota. Dad was good. I love my dad. 
but my dad never, ever hammered me about the business. He said one thing. He said, be yourself because under pressure, that's who's showing up. He said, if you're putting on a persona and things get a little dicey, all of a sudden the real you shows up and people are going to try and reconcile well, who's this guy that's been doing this broadcasting? And so I've always, no matter what I've done, and, and there are people that do what I do so much better than I do it, but I, I can look myself in the, in, in, in the mirror and I can say I'm, I'm being true to who I am at all times, good or bad. You know, what you hear is is who I am. And, and, and when you meet me at a grocery store or you say hello at an event, this is who I am. And, and, and I don't know any other way to be but be me. Here's my point. This is who Donald Trump is. I don't believe he, he's capable of playing a part. When he talks about people in such a mean-spirited, negative, demeaning way, you know, there's a, he, he claims to be a Christian. Well, let me throw a little verse at you. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What's deep inside, and he speaks without notes, good for him. That's one of the appeals that I get I absolutely get it. My goodness, how refreshing is it? But don't don't we owe it to ourselves to just do a little bit better than this? And again, if this is what where we are, this is where we are. And I'm 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 prone, I'm inclined to say this is where we are. As a culture, this is how far we've fallen. Could you imagine Donald Trump debating Abraham Lincoln? What would he make fun of with Abe Lincoln? I mean, what would he have made fun of with with George Washington or or John Adams, even though there, there wasn't campaigning per se as we know it now? Obviously, there are differences. But I mean, how would he handle himself? And see, my contention is he would be him. And there's and there's some wonderful things about that, that he's just being him. That's who he is. My point is, that's who he is. And I don't think you can flip a switch and expect him to suddenly be different. He publicly ridicules and belittles people that do not support him wholeheartedly. If they do, he's, I mean, look at Chris Christie. He made fun of Chris Christie. And then all of a sudden he had his support. Then he was his best friend. I just, I don't know. It it just, it, it saddens me. That our discourse is the way it is. And look, I'm not necessarily saying I'm a real fan of the way Ted Cruz has been conducting himself in the last few months. You know, I just, I think he's gotten a little snarky too. I I just, he's chosen to kind of get down there and I just, I want someone to just share ideas on how to make us a great country. 
not make America great again as a slogan line, but give us specifics on how we can do it. Make the argument while all of the attention is on the GOP primaries. Wouldn't it be great to just hear great ideas? To, to just have our, our eyes lifted and to see something down the road that's possible that we could do, that we could change and explain why some of the things that have been happening over the last four or five decades have failed and why people on both sides of the aisle have failed us and this is how we can change that. Yeah. 15 minutes past 7 a.m. here on WFM. Let's go to the Weather Channel Forecast Center. Terry Smith with your forecast. Good Tuesday morning to you, Preston. Not much rain to slow us down the next two days. It's Thursday and Friday before we get a better chance of getting wet. Slight chance of a thunderstorm this afternoon, 86 the high. I'm 100.7 FM WFLA's Terry Smith in the Weather Channel Forecast Center. Last hour talked about a gentleman who here in Tallahassee, uh, his, his, I guess the video of this has gone viral. Someone videotaped. Uh, Rudy Ferguson Jr. standing by a baby that was crying in the back of a car here in Tallahassee. It's got over 100,000 views on Facebook. And some of the news outlets here in town have the video. They they've, they've blurred out the kid's face because they don't want to reveal any identities here. And he didn't give up the, any names. Um, baby just sitting there crying, window cracked, and baby just by himself in the car, strapped in a seat. And... And he was just like, I, I feel like it's an innocent human being. It's a baby, probably not even a year old yet. Just have to, just to have the baby, especially crying. A crying baby's even worse. He said, once I saw the baby crying in the car alone in the rain, anything could have happened. And so on the video, you hear him trying to console the child. It's okay. Hey, man. Hey, man. Shh, it's okay. Hey, I like your shoes. And he's just doing anything he can to just try and, you know, perk up the kid. And he finally says, hey, somebody left their baby. He starts shouting it out. And a woman came down from an apartment, asked if the baby was crying. He shook his head, yes. Woman asked if everything was okay. Uh, to, or rather, he, he asked her, is everything okay? She said, yes. So, um, at any rate, he said, I'm not here to judge, not here to assume, just here to help. So he was there for more than two and a half minutes just watching out for the baby. Good job. If you know Rudy Ferguson Jr., well done, sir. Well done. That that's you know what that is? That's what we were just talking about. That's old school chivalry. That's old school doing what's right. And and we don't we don't give attention very often to people that just do the right thing. So I'm going to give attention. So if you know Rudy Ferguson Jr., tell him we are proud of him. Well done, sir. Now to the unidentified woman and to those of you that do similar things and leave your children, your baby, unattended, stop it. There, There, there is... If someone... If... if if the if a man comes up that's not the quality of Rudy Ferguson Jr. and is not stand guard, but breaks in the window and takes the child, 
Tell me, is the visit up to the hotel, is the knock on the door, is it the whatever errand you're running, is it worth never seeing your child again? Of course not. It's ridiculous. Count the cost. You can lose your car, you can lose your baby in seconds. Seconds. So we just take a moment here on the program to uh, once again extol the virtues of chivalry. Rudy Ferguson Jr. could have walked on past, could have ignored the cries of the baby, could have not stood in the rain, but but didn't. He he stopped, he cared, and he waited. Well done. 18 minutes past 7. We come back. Dustin Rivest, our digital dynamic with the man behind App Innovators, is going to join us next. We're going to talk about reality. Yes, we're going to talk about reality. (laughs) Virtual and otherwise. Next on WFLA. Here's what's trending. They're part of a cult of death. Another 9-11 is coming. If you wage jihad and declare war on America, get the latest at the top and 30 minutes past the hour. 100.7 FM. Stay connected. W-F-L-A. This is the digital dynamic on 100.7 FM WFLA. Good morning, Preston. Hey, good morning. 24 minutes past 7 a.m. Program 3,345, it is the Digital Dynamic. Joining me from App Innovators, appinnovators.com, is the man, Dustin Rivas. How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty well this morning. I'm going to break the news. Go for it. It's not. It's it's sort of old news in that it was, it was announced a couple weeks ago, but uh, today's the big day, I guess, right? I reckon so. It's, it's uh, 9 o'clock this morning. Look at this. I'm going to read the headline, folks. Governor Rick Scott recognizes Dustin Rivas. With Young Entrepreneur Award. Look at you. I know. How do you find out about it? That's a good question. You know, maybe it's because I'm in Tallahassee and he lives up here, or, you know, some of the the, the news that I've been in in the past couple of weeks with the Taltech Alliance at their last expo. I'm not really sure. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate you it. You should feel proud. I am. You know, it's he's all about jobs. I'm all about jobs. Um, you know, I can get past any other thing, you know, but jobs start everything. Wait, you mean you just sort of started this business on your own? You didn't you didn't get like a a, a government loan or a subsidy or something? <laughs> unfortunately, no. Actually, what do you mean unfortunately? Fortunately, no. Yes, exactly. There you go. Yeah. But congratulations, really. Thank you. I really appreciate it. We uh we I I, I sent you a note and I thought I I had seen something with President Obama and Angela Merkel of Germany holding these virtual reality things on their face. Yeah. And they were looking at uh at at some new products that are out there and you were telling me there's a difference between virtual reality and augmented reality there's a huge difference what what's the difference okay so virtual reality is you know it's showing you in a totally different environment so right now if me and you had our our i'll call them goggles that's the easiest way to describe them or headsets okay we could be having this radio show in hawaii right now we're in a completely different you know surrounding Versus augmented reality, we would kind of, it'd be like having Google Glasses on or something similar to where you can still see your environment, but there's other items in your environment that aren't naturally there. It's augmented. So maybe let's just say for educational purposes, you are um, at vet school um, and you have a, a group of vet students around an operating table where there's nothing physically there and you're all wearing glasses. And then when the teacher's ready, 
all of a sudden there's a cadaver there's a cadaver on the table and there's also a doctor performing on that so you can get every single angle by just walking around the table and seeing what's there it's not really there it's augmented and it's there what are the applications for this besides entertainment you know education is probably going to be the biggest but i'm also i'm also seeing a lot for contractors Okay. Imagine you're a, a pool company or you're going to build a, a sunroom on your back porch or a backyard patio. Imagine the contractor coming out, taking a, a couple pictures or videos, and then coming back the next day after he's talked to you about what you want with a couple different options. He comes back, he hands you these, these goggles to wear, and says, look at your backyard. And you're walking around your backyard imagining there's a pool there. That's your backyard patio. So now you can physically see what it could look like versus looking at a rendering on a piece of paper. So the the technology now, where is the technology? In other words, how far are we along here with virtual and augmented? We're, we're very, very close. Right now, there's a lot of focus on the actual devices, bringing the price down, uh, the quality of that kind of stuff. How easy is it, is, is it to you know, take footage, put it onto uh, the computer, and, and spit it back out or stitch it back up is what they call it to where you can actually view it in form. Are they going to be able to compress this down? I mean, we've seen that historically with all kinds of technology. You know, it starts out mega big. I mean, I just think about the computers it took to get us to the moon. Yeah. I mean, they were the size of this building all told. Now it's in our smartphone, you know, the same computing power. Is it the same thing? I mean, is this the type of technology that will eventually be in people's homes on their laptops? Or will it, do you think it's still going to be specialized? I think augmented reality in virtual reality is going to be one of the biggest technologies that that we've ever experienced probably second to the to the smartphone and, and laptop computers really it's going to be a part of every day everybody's lives at some point or another um, and i think it's going to be in the near future right now it's not because it's really expensive um, just an average set of um you know goggles will probably run you anywhere from 800 to 1000 bucks right now so it's kind of like smart smart tv or tvs in the beginning they were really expensive now they're getting really really cheap even though you still have great quality so when it gets with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To be adapted more, there's more applications for it. You'll see the price start to come down and everybody will be using it. The stuff that is on the marketplace today that's out there, is it primarily just kind of fun, silly stuff? Or is it? are, are there real world applications right now? You know, you're starting to see some construction companies use that. I mean, okay. imagine if uh, – I'm sure they didn't use it for Cascades Park, but imagine being able to sit the city commissioners and go stand out there with the way it used to look. And you hand five goggles out, and they turn and they look around, and it's like, wow, I can really see what this would look like, or I can change this. Or maybe the new stadium club, you know, at FSU. So there's contractors that are starting to, to do that stuff um, instead of just doing 3D re- or renderings and putting it on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's already there. But as far as a, a wide application, I think the biggest application that you and me are going to see in our lifetime will be sporting events. Think about this. How often are you going to be able to go to a Super Bowl and sit on the 50-yard line? Probably not often. Oh, all the time for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but imagine how many more seats can be, tickets can be sold to that event if it's in virtual reality. You know, They could pass up one physical seat to have a 3D camera sitting there in that seat. And anybody in the world can can live stream that and be on the fifty yard line sitting on your own couch. Ooh, 
That'd be kind of fun. At the World Cup, if you can't travel to wherever the World Cup is or to the Olympics, imagine being able to immerse yourself in that stadium and look around and look at people next to you. Do you think that's going to be the first real commercial application with wide use? I think so. The, event the, the event watching. Use. Yeah, event watching. I mean, you have there's realtors that are using this right now to be able to help sell homes in other sure. states and whatnot. Um, but for the wide use of you know the mass, I think you'll start to see it in sporting events. Good stuff, Maybe man. even concerts. Okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe you know, when Bruce Springsteen won't come to North Carolina, you can go to Bruce Springsteen wherever he's going to be willing to do his show. Exactly. <laughs> we'll leave that there. Good to see you, man, and congratulations on the award. Thanks again. See you in a couple weeks. All right, Dustin Rivest, appinnovators.com is the website. 31 minutes past 7, three big stories next here on 100.7 FM WFLA. I don't trust the government. No, uh, no, and you, what other option do we have? They haven't proved to be trustworthy. Spend time with Preston after 9 a.m. Check out the stories handpicked for you on the Preston Scott blog at WFLAFM.com. Yeah, on the blog page now, the Target boycott information. It's growing 600,000 strong and growing over the transgendered bathroom policy. It's not a new policy. It is an old policy that's given been given new life because of all of the controversy surrounding decisions made on the subject by states, by municipalities, and uh, just knuckleheaded decisions. And it's it's bringing things to a head. And uh, sorry, pun intended there. Uh, just go to the uh, the website, WFLAFM.com, keyword pressed. Three big stories in the press box brought to you by GT Electric Savior Green. Call the GT Electric team at 421 Three things you ought to know. Gannett wants to buy Tribune Publishing for $815 million. That's the offer. Uh, the reason why you ought to know that, that will give Gannett control over even more newspapers in the country. I'm just letting you know. You know, I, I my feelings about the reporting at the local Gannett affiliate are well known. Um, there's, a, there's some really good fluff. Virtually... Very little substance because they just they just publish what they're handed by the officials and uh, don't ask questions. Generally speaking, I'm I'm painting with a broad brush. There are exceptions. I think the new education reporter locally is really really good. Um, I think she's doing a really nice job. But um, but anyway, uh, that's just something you ought to know. You also ought to know that uh, here in Tallahassee. They have uh, of of fifteen cities with populations similar, close to ours, that own their own utilities. We are uh, second highest in terms of total revenue collected from citizens. That's just another indication of uh, the the taxing problem we have here locally: taxes and fees. And why I think more and more people are growing hypersensitive because they recognize that the private sector cannot grow. When you're giving out raises of 20, 22%. And, you know, it was interesting. Someone said uh, in response to our visit with Steve Stewart yesterday, well, I didn't get a raise. Well, if, if 
you didn't get a raise and you work for the city of Tallahassee, you didn't get a raise over the last seven years, maybe eight, then that means someone got twice what you got in terms of, or not twice what you got. They got a raise of 40% or 44% because that's the only way those numbers can work. That, you know, they are what they are. The, 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 the workers for the city are making more money. By comparison, they've gotten raises that the county uh, has not seen countywide for just private sector workers and certainly more than, than teachers and certainly more than state workers. And so what the reason why it matters is your tax liability as a citizen here is providing for city staff to get raises, but you're not getting them. And so you're losing ground. Well, while others are gaining it at your expense. And and it gets back to the high tax rate in this community is is killing us. You know, one of the things that you notice if you look across the country is communities struggling financially are all almost without exception, almost run with liberal progressive mindsets. That's just kind of the way it is. And so here in Tallahassee, private sector's not growing. Why? Well, they keep raising taxes. They raised it 13%, wanted to raise it 27%. But not just taxes, fees. Raise the fees 27% for fire service and so on. Third story you need to know about of the three big stories this morning is uh, vehicle burglary occurred a couple weeks ago on uh, Old Bainbridge Road at Head Start. Black male driving a sedan. This is from TPD's website. Stole a purse from a vehicle, vehicle occupied by two juveniles. Now, here's the lesson here. Don't leave your car unlocked. Don't leave it with kids in it. But, but there may be people, and obviously they've got, a, they've got a photo of a car and a person, that in essence, they're casing these places. What do these places have in common? These are places where parents tend to leave the car running, leave the doors unlocked, and run in, drop off a kid, check them in, and come back out. You don't have that luxury. Just don't. 745 on WFLA. Those are three big stories here on 100.7 FM WFLA. Let's go to the Weather Channel Forecast Center. Terry Smith with your updated weather forecast. Terry. Good Tuesday morning to you, Preston. Not much rain to slow us down the next two days. It's Thursday and Friday before we get a better chance of getting wet. Slight chance of a thunderstorm this afternoon, 86 the high. I'm 100.7 FM WFLA's Terry Smith in the Weather Channel Forecast Center. Okay, joining us for a couple minutes this morning, uh, 24-7 News sportscaster from Boston, Jay Corwin, uh, Tom Brady. Kind of an, uh, Was the ruling by the appeals court expected on this deflate case, uh, Jay? Well, it kind of came out of nowhere a little bit, Preston. It was, you know, the, the hearing was heard at the beginning of last month, and then all of a sudden, boom, it comes down. There's really no way to, to forecast that, you know. It's basically three guys' opinions. In this case, they weren't ruling on whether Tom Brady was involved or wasn't involved. Their scope was pretty narrow, wasn't it? Exactly, yeah. All the discussion as to whether Brady did it, if he didn't, is it possible, the science, the cell phone, you can throw all that out. It basically comes down to Roger Goodell and you know how far his power reaches under that uh, union agreement, and apparently it reaches pretty far. You're you're in Boston, and obviously I know how New England fans feel about this. You read their comments but generally speaking, if you if you could remove yourself from the environment, 
what's your take on this? Is, is Tom Brady culpable in some way, shape, or form? I don't think it made a difference in the outcome of the game. We know that. But the bottom line is still, do you think there's any culpability here by Tom? Well, I think I think the main thing to look at, and, and I mean, most people think that Goodell and Kraft, who were good buddies before this thing kind of all went down, I think the big problem is the aftermath of the issue um, with, with the league kind of thinking that Brady and Kraft were trying to get one over on them, and then it's kind of become a back and forth through that entire process. Um, my personal opinion, um, I think that there, you know, it should have been some some ramification there, but it is, you break it down, it is a simple equipment violation. So who knows, if it wasn't Tom Brady, the Patriots, the whole past, you know, the, they have with Spygate, et cetera, et cetera, who knows what all played into that. Jay Corwin with us from Boston. We're talking about Tom Brady. Appeals uh, court upheld the uh, suspension, i.e. saying that the, the, the commissioner, Roger Goodell, had the authority to levy the suspension, not ruling on the merits of it. Um, I'm just curious. You said something there that I thought was interesting, Jay. How much of this do you really think boils down to the league still just kind of PO'd at the New England Patriots over the years? I mean, it's hard to when you break it down to the lowest common denominator, it's really hard to look anywhere else. You look at, you know, it was a tough year for Goodell before that. You recall the Ray Rice suspension, of course, Adrian Peterson um, with the child abuse deal. And then, you know, you also had Greg Hardy, several cases of where, you know, he leveled a levy to suspension. It was then overturned. It was thought to be too short or too long. Um, so really a tough year as, as far as that goes. So who knows how much he's trying to, to fix all that. Final 30, yeah. final 30 seconds here. What's Tom Brady going to do? Well, we'll see. ESPN reported yesterday he's going to appeal again, uh, but he would need some serious ground uh, before a court will take that, a higher court, of course. Um, but most legal pundits will tell you at this point he's basically, you know, uh, not much of a legal leg to stand on at this point. So Jay, we'll thank, see what happens. Jay, thanks for the time this morning. I appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. All right. Jay Corwin from uh, 24-7 News Sportscaster in Boston. Could you imagine... It's just become ridiculous. Well, I was just going to say, could you imagine if somehow this ends up before the United States Supreme Court? <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. Well, here's the problem that Tom Brady has. And and per- personally, I think he absolutely played a role in this. And yes. I think, uh, he, you know, the, he's guilty. There were guys, he, he the memorabilia exchanged. I mean, you know, an autograph ball here, a little something there. I get that. It did not impact the, the outcome of that football game. It was a blowout. It was against the Indianapolis Colts. No one for the Colts would suggest it was a, it was in a, a factor in any way, shape or form. But I do think there is an issue with the integrity of the football, the sidelines, and making sure that everybody's playing under the most level and equal playing field that you can possibly provide. That being said, this is silly. This is just silly. I think Roger Goodell was wrong in the punishment he handed out. And I think that uh, Tom Brady, Brady's been wrong in trying to suggest that he's just, you know, lily white clean on this. You know, it, it, it's it, this is one of those cases where I personally see pride at stake in a couple of different places and no one's backing down. But when it's all said and done, the the authority given to the commissioner through the collective bargaining agreement is vast and broad. At this point, somebody's just trying to make an example out of Tom Brady because they believe that the New England Patriots have been cheating for a while. 
and somebody needs their hand slapped. And I agree with that. But now it's just it's just gotten ludicrous and it just needs to stop. Yeah. And and now your problem is if you're Roger Goodell and you back that that down to two games or one game, then all of this was for naught. Now you almost have to stay the course. You're in it too far. But I can't I just I, I wanted to talk to somebody from Boston. I just thought getting someone's perspective and clearly um this is a story that now becomes a big deal. The draft is in two days. The NFL draft happens on uh, on Thursday night. So we'll see how this becomes a topic du jour uh, in between all of the draft picks. Ten minutes before 8 a.m. At, uh, at 8.05 this morning. Is somebody trying to mimic the Zodiac Killer of uh, the 60s and 70s in the Bay Area of California? Only right here? at Florida State University. I'll share that story next at uh, just after the top of the hour here on 100.7 FM WFLA. We've got uh, we got Rush Limbaugh and more still to come. It's the morning show, program 3345 on Tallahassee's Talk Radio, 100.7 FM WFLA. When the weather's relentless, so are we. In-depth weather info 24-7. 100.7 FM, WFLA, and WFLAFM.com. Had a listener point out, Tom Brady's a genius. Last year, four games would have cost him $2 million. This year, 200000 Why? Because he redid his contract. Crazy like a fox is what he said. Yeah, I've had a few people write in about that. Um, <laughs> Randy writes in, biggest issue with Deflate Gate to me is that Brady got on national TV and lied through his teeth about his involvement. As in our criminal justice system, a lot of people are punished for lying during an investigation. I have no respect for Brady. He's a lying piece of crap. <laughs> How do you? How do you really feel about him there, Randy? It sounds like to me he should run for office. There you go. I've seen quite a few of them lie through their teeth. My goodness. And no, not get burned. No, no kidding. Uh, next hour on the program, uh, we will sacrifice our three big stories for a visit with U.S. Senator Marco Rubio. Uh, the senator's office reached out to me last night at home, and uh, we arranged, uh, I, I, I just made the time. You know, he's not in the running anymore. Uh, he's got other issues that he's advocating for in his final few months as U.S. Senator. And so we'll talk about that, but we'll talk a little bit about the campaign as well. We don't have a whole lot of time, but we've got about seven or eight minutes. Uh, Howard Eisman joins us as well. Joe Gomez from Washington, D.C. will preview the primary today. The voting is underway. Got a lot of states northeast that uh, are weighing in, and Pennsylvania being the biggest prize of the day. What happens there? Got some more stories in sports that are kind of interesting that uh, we'll get to. But we'll start with a troubling story. I was really on the fence. Do I give this story publicity or not? No one has made the connection that I will make in this next story. It's a local story about someone writing a threat found on the FSU campus that I think bears a troubling 
similarity to the Zodiac Killer of the 1960s and 70s in Southern and Northern California. I'll get to that next. We've got news first. It's 8 o'clock. It's the morning show on Tallahassee's Talk Radio, 100.7 FM, WFLA. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.